No, but it, somebody else said it on a podcast. Have you ever noticed when you kick guitar over that it plays the first chord on Hard Day's Night? Wayne, kick it over. <laughs> and people apparently try and identify what that chord is. Yeah, but isn't it a tuning though? Isn't it? It's like something, don't you have to cap out on the, on the third or fourth fret? Some saying it's a G suspended ninth, some are saying it's a G, some, but it's basically a G apparently. All right, okay. Well, all right, so if it is a G, that would be why it's probably cap out on the third fret. I don't know. It's basically an open G. It's, uh, it's, sorry, it's, it's G tuning, but open. There we yeah. go. But that's how because they were saying, Yo, there's this big debate as to awesome. what chord it is. It's, it's G suspended nine. No, no, it's not. It's, it's oh. suspended. I don't know, all that garbage that Wayne likes to talk about. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. Uh, and somebody just says, no, just kick your guitar over at night. And that's it. That's a, that's a chord. That's it. And that... it is. Do it again. There is, um, there's, can you think of any other chords that are, excuse me, that are specific to something? So like that's a Beatles chord. We've got the Hendrix chord, which is like a seventh chord. Boom, 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 boom. You know that Hendrix chord? Yeah. Um, oh, you're talking to the wrong person, really. You two are the... Wayne, is there any? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think now. No, but, we know, yeah, but you know songs, though, don't you? I guess but that's off our heads with that. Well, I think, all right, not this, not the next episode, but maybe episode after, we'll, we'll come back with signature chords. <laughs> signature <laughs> chords. Yeah. People got to know. No, but guitar. like, so when you talk about Hard Day's Night, people know that. Bing. Yeah. They, as soon as you hear that chord, you think that song. So that sort of thing. That's what we're after. Oh, all right. Okay. 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 We'll we'll do we'll some research and I'll come back on that one. Okay. All right. Are you going to welcome us in, Wayne? Welcome. Well, that's it. We're in. We're in. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, throughout the world to another exciting edition of Listener Land. I'd like to say a special hello to Brazil. Thank Hi, you. Brazil. Thank you, Brazil. Thank you, for, Brazil. Uh, Thank for you for everything. And listening and your amazing football skills and Pele. Thank you. And all those in Scandinavia, thank you very much for joining us and your amazing football skills. And now you have to say <laughs> a, a football, a Scandinavian football. That's him. That'll do. I don't know. He's a football. Yeah, sorry. Who, played, he used plays to be on the Sunday manager ones. for England. Oh, Sven. Which one? Sven. Sven Goran Eriksson. Was he Scandinavian? Yeah, he was. Well, was he Finnish? Swedish. Ah. Was he Swedish? Ooh. I think so. I don't know. Ooh. You're the football man. I know. I can't remember. I think he's. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's Swedish. No, I've no idea. I, you, you, that's I might your, be wrong. That's, that's your um, hot, uh, hot topic. Hot topic. It's not mine anymore. Well, anyway. I'm never very good at it anyway when I like football. Welcome back to Listenerland. The, well, I'd say... The show that keeps on giving. Yes, whether you want it or not. It's the, the dribble in your ears. It's mm. like water torture, but for your ears. But you can't help tuning in every week, can you? It's Yorkshire's... Thank you very much. South Yorkshire's greatest music podcast. Yes. It is. It's South or, Yorkshire... Or it's South it's Yorkshire... Best edition. secret. It's yes. South Yorkshire edition to Coronation Street. With music. <laughs> and I've got a quiz for you. Ooh, Ooh quiz. quiz. I've got time. a quiz for you. Now, what I'm going to do is... I'm going to give Charades. You, sorry? Charades. <laughs> you need a pencil and a piece of paper. Oh, and it's, oh no. well, that's end of that quiz. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I'm going to give you... The title. You're going to tell me whether it's drum roll, band or booze. Oh. oh. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Band or booze? Booze. Cain <laughs> and Abel. Booze. Band. Oh, it's a USA beer brewed in 2006. It's 7% and it's brewed by. The two brewers, two brothers brewery. Nice try. He's had it. <laughs> Sorry, completely. He's, he's had I've had it all. I've had all. Are you ready for number two? Mm-hmm. When you're ready, can't read. He can't read his writing. Guinness. Oh. Band. Irish. <laughs> Dark Throne. Ooh. Band. I'm gonna go band on that one. You're both right. It's a Norwegian death metal band. It's 12 years that was. And what are they called? 
Dark Throne. Dark Throne. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> All right. Dark Tranquility. Booze. Booze. Brew. 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 Booze. Booze. It's trying to brand brews. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a Swedish heavy metal band. Oh, oh, 1980s, they were out. Fish the Leviathan. Booze. Fish the Leviathan. I'm going to go with booze on that one because you've had a boo. You've only had one. Oh, you doing you're doing a number. There might be, yeah. Fish the Leviathan is actually booze. Booze. <laughs> yes, yeah, an American beer again. 1995, it was first brewed. It's a ten percenter. Oh my God! Wow. You, don't, you, don't, yeah. you don't need Sometimes many of them. A little do you? bit too much. I don't think I'd enjoy that. No, no. we don't know. Might be nice. Yeah, but like beers that are really strong tend to be like, you tend to end up sipping them like wine. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. this I is like all, a, a bit of a labour. I'm happy with like four, four, five to yeah. six. Four to five. No, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think max is six. Yeah, for me, yeah. If if I, I'm not, it might sound odd. I'm not, this, but yeah. if I go over somewhat like a six and you start getting up to like nines and tens, I always think they've got like a, not that I've ever licked an ashtray, but they've always got. Like a, that's a it's the alcohol coming through, rather like, than like a, a like you've licked an ashtray. It's very, all you get is a really strong, bad taste of al uh, alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get any other flavourings. Yeah. You can't drink them quick, can you? You have to no. sip it. I'm quite happy with the three percent, three five, as long yeah. as it tastes nice. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with that. Yeah, as long as it's fruity or very hoppy. What do you think to this one? This well, is, this is, this uh, is uh, nice. Uh, uh, oh. Don't it's, look at it. I'm going to have a drink. All right. It's nice, that one. So, for the listeners, we are drinking Vocation, Hop, Skip and Juice, Hazy Pale Ale. And for the viewers, this is the can. Yellow. Yellow. Oh, there's the ping. But what percent is this hazy, juicy, citrus? I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go with a five. You're going with a five? Yeah. Do we have any pointed in eyes or solid five? I'm going straight five. Straight five. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go slightly higher. Ooh. Because it's got that bit of, a, bit of a potent aftertaste to it. So I'm going to go a five, six. Ooh, it's alcohol free. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's five. That wouldn't surprise me. It's five, seven. Five, seven. Five, seven. Yeah, you, were, you were on there then, weren't you? Well, yeah. you're close. But no cigar. Hey, no, no, no. No, no, no ashtray. No it was good, that, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, your next one is Grozak. Band. Oh, booze. Booze. Why did you change your mind? Yes, I've had it. Oh, you've had it? No, I have not. Grozak. Yeah, it's a 6.3. Cloudy Amber Lager from Czechoslovakia. Yeah, I remember it well. Yeah. All right then. I like the, oh, sorry, well, the, it reminds the first me of, three pints at least. It reminds me of a joke where I like, um, uh, I th and it's I don't know where you, where you'd ever use it, but it's like I think I'd remember drinking five bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, just to interrupt on this ask clinchingly exciting quiz, hmm. there's more revelations about Jimi Hendrix, isn't there? And, it, and oh, it, this know. murder. Oh, really? Yeah, it's come out in a new book or something like that. I read an article this week that there's been his manager at the time. His name escapes me because this has just come off the top of my head. He was in debt to people he shouldn't have been in debt to. Right. And he had, the only way of of getting any money to him, or he was claiming on Mr. Hendricks, and because the wine was found in his stomach. Not in, in in his lungs, not in his stomach. That's why they think he'd been force-fed wine, and so it doesn't make sense uh, to kill somebody who owes you money. We knew this before, though. No, unless it's we knew this before. But all these people are dead now. Yeah, but like, if you're a mobster, don't be stupid because if you kill the person that owes you money, and you're not on the insurance books, you're not going to get anything. You just gonna, well, yeah. It was the only way you could get out of. Out of stock, apparently. But the the irony of it is... But a lot of them, that's how they take the payment, isn't it? Something Life. like four or five years later, he's died. 
The person died anyway. The the thing is responsible for it. What for the actual murder of? Yeah, him? and it was his manager. I can't remember his name, but he was he died four or five years later of that or something. Right. Um, so mm. he had his comeuppance. If the, if it was true, if it was true, this is all you know. There's nobody can allegations. Say Sorry, allegations. Yeah, nobody can say for it with any right. any certainty that that's what happened. But apparently, the, this this person that's now released this information was in a hotel room or a flat or something with this particular person, and in after a junker night and cocaine induced conversation and he says what else could I do I had to get out of this mess I was in what else could I do well, so we'll see well. where that it's not going to go anywhere because <coughs> yeah, there's no one, yeah. no everybody's dead ok back to this little quiz band or booze band or booze booze, 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 booze. <laughs> it needs a theme tune doesn't it ba -da -ba -ba band or booze there you go <laughs> uh, left hand sawtooth Band. Band. Uh, it's a USA 4.8. It was brewed in 1940. And it's a... It's quite a hipster name, isn't it? It's a yeah. sweet caramel. Back notes of sweet caramel. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you're doing all right, but you didn't get that one. Uh, <laughs> Our Lady Peace. Our Lady Peace. Say that again, sorry. Our Lady. Our Lady. Our, okay. Our Lady Peace. I'm going to go band. Band. Canadian rock band from 1995. You're only working on the theory that I can come up with after three beers, aren't you? Yeah. No, it, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like a, uh, a band. Alamo Racetrack. Band. Alamo Racetrack. This, this is a curveball, this, so I'm going to go band. Oh, sorry, but it's an Amsterdam rock band. Yeah, I think I don't have a year for that one, but it's an Amsterdam rock band. Okay, next one. By the way, there's 48 of these. Yeah. Oh, like your drummers. <laughs> like his dream band, yeah. 12 gauge. 12 gauge. Booze. 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 Okay, so New Zealand, 6.5. Brewed in it's too obvious to be a band, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that sounds like you get it. that one. Yeah, well, yeah, it sounds like a. It sounds like yeah. it should be a band. I thought. Yeah, it's too, it's too musical. I thought. I thought that. No, was I, th I I think that sounds like it one should of these be a band. New beers that come out with strange oh. names. That one. Well, I, I'm I'm working on Lewis theory that yeah, I was, I was trying to pick names that did sound like a band. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that did sound like a band. And I thought, well, I know so, what you're thinking. Wodan. Wodan. If it was a beer, would the the masher be called Terry? Terry Wodan. <laughs> he had to say Why it. Wind your down. Terry Wodan. <laughs> I'm um, going to go with booze on that one as well. Yeah, booze. Mm. It's a 7.5 black fruit. Ooh. Brewed in 1898. 1890. No, it's, it's, it's German. So don't oh. Germans have a different pronunciation of W? And what's it called again, sorry? Wodan. And what's it made out of, sorry? Wodan. It's a dark fruit. No. You know, like prunes and pastel tartan and stuff like that. Yeah, I know dark fruits, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not lemons, no. Well, it could be. With a with a hint of uh, gone off citrus. At least it's strange fruit. Oof. Okay. Motor oil. Band. No, it's a drink. Ba band. It's a booze. I'm going band on that one. It's an Italian 6.8. Mm -hmm. 6.8 Italian. They're not known for the beer, they? apart from beer amaretto. And and Peroni. Peroni. And that um, that one with the checkered thing on the flat cap, which it looks like it should be like a beer amaretto. That one. No. Oh, yeah. What, 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 what's yeah. up? Per amaretto, then. There's Peretti as well. Yeah, Peretti. Yeah, yeah, Peretti, yeah. There's a few. Yeah. But, but they're, they're not being commonplace, are they? They're all lageries, aren't they? Yeah, they are all lageries. Yeah. But they're nice mm. lagers. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah, Peroni's gorgeous. When you get a nice cold Peroni on a, on a hot summer's day, just no one can beat that. It's lovely. <laughs> Is that the end of the quiz? Is that well, it? That, sorry, that's, that's all oh, the beer that, bands that, I've got. Oh, that, right. was a good, that was a good quiz. Yeah, Enjoy it, that. It I, yeah, I've, I've got that. one for you. Carling. 
<laughs> is it a beer? It's a band. Or ba- is it band. just a waste of time? A waste of, or is it cooking oil? <laughs> no, I want to stick with a waste of time. Mm. No. No, some people, a lot of people like Carlin. Yeah. A lot of people a think lot, it's A the, lot of people drink Carlin. Yeah, and it's, it's very wear, popular. They all wear them uh, string vests. <laughs> No, you see no, him don't, Mor- dis, don't diss the drinkers. You see they, him, like don't, it, they like you it, they like it. Don't diss the drinkers. You see him in Morrison's at like 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning with the two crates of calling for 20 yeah. quid. They've got like a bit of a twitch about them. We like have got like very it. snobbish about our beer though, aren't we? Like yeah. a pigeon with fleas. You've got to admit, we've got very snobbish about our beer. Yeah. You know, if I've, you see anybody in a supermarket pushing a trolley around and he's got <laughs> stones mm. in the in, in there, yeah. it's like, or John Smith's, you're going to, yeah. Do you know my biggest pet peeve no. about supermarkets? The music. Pain. Not my biggest pet peeve about supermarkets. People Pain. in supermarkets. Su- music. Paying. Pay. Oh, paying, paying. The music. Supermarket music. No, nope. no. Nope. I mean, it's, it's not that. It, it's when people get a trolley and then suddenly they lose the inability to walk. And they're like, yeah. They're, they're like, yeah. they're using the trolley like a walker. And they Some it, like, people have to. And I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> They they are leaning on it like their life depends on it. Do you know what I like, hate about them? And I've said it for years that there should be indicators on them. <laughs> what on people or trolleys? No, on the trolleys because they just swerve out and they just swerve in and there's no thought for anybody else. Indicators, eh? Indicators <laughs> on supermarket trolleys. I think some people struggle with them as they are. Is the way cars. forward? Yeah. Well, you don't like them leaning on them. At least I. Yeah, but it's like when this when they're like. Almost like when one crashes into you and you just say, well, you didn't indicate, you know. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. think, I think it's You've just knocked all my beans over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two pence beans. <laughs> Two pence beans. Two so, any, anyway, back to music. So, I, I want to know your thoughts on something. Go on, then. Is stereo dying or not dead? Or is it dead? Stereo. Stereo. So stereo came ar- stereo came around in the fifties, from everything being recorded in mono, and then it's when you got like Phil Spector's Wall of Sound and the Beatles experimental lots with it, and all sorts of music artists experiments with it, and it got its peak in the nineties, and then you got surround side coming in and all this sort of other stuff. But primarily things were stereo, the big separation between sound, so you get your left and right channels, and when you think of stereo, you just think, well, that's just a fundamental of listening to music. And the stereo is still there, like with our headphones, you've got your left and your right, but that's because there's no other way of wearing headphones. But in today's world, how people consume music, it's from the phone, which is just, all right, there's two speakers, but let's be honest, it's stereo. It's, it's not stereo. You have a Bose speaker, like a cylinder thing. Mm-hmm. You have your Amazon speaker. You have your... Sonos speaker, they're all like these artificial space um, producing yeah, speakers. There's no yeah. two nobody, sets of nobody, two speakers. Nobody really has Expensive that. Wharfdales or any of that anymore. I mean, people still do buy stereo systems, but no, like... The vast back, majority of people don't use them. Yeah, you go into somebody's house in the 90s, they have a stereo system, two speakers, a nice but, central console, yeah. but now they don't. They have like a smart speaker. But even the ones where you get like four or five, six, seven speakers in a and a and a bass, they're usually five point five point one surround sound. And that's surround sound, yeah. So has stereo become redundant? That's I don't think it I, I don't I, I don't think it has. It's not something I thought of until you mentioned it. And then when you look at this situation where how we consume music and you can see that it has to a great extent through the devices that we listen to. Sorry, that was my glass hitting Jeez. the microphone. <laughs> through the Did devices that we, that we listen to it. I mean, okay, we might channel some of it through his car. I'm going to say, there's your car, there's and you, you, you there's hear, earphones. You music there, is your, there is your car, but when do you... There's your TV. So, like, so, so music that's produced for systems, you don't get things like Pink Floyd's Time. You know, you don't get things that are like taking advantage of stereo, really. You get like artificial wideners. And I think you, you're never playing a music in your car and like, oh, wow, look at that panning to left or right. You never really like experience stereo properly. You just experience what feels like a frontal sound, really, in modern music. 
I know it's, what you're it's saying. Weird, but, isn't it? I know what you're yeah. saying, but I I don't think it had. I don't think it might have declined a lot by probably fifty percent. But I don't think. I think it's still I out there. The only time, and, and I think, so, the only time I think you're really going to notice it is when you've got your headphones on. You listen to music with headphones on. I suppose if you've got the buds in and things like that, and you're walking around, or what about your TV? Some, and, and people like doing that strange thing called jogging. What with a soft What's J? That? With a soft J, jogging. jogging. What was all that about? Well, I don't. I've not seen that. Yeah, they've got this big thing strapped to their arm here, and it's like yeah. It's those people with, for cries for help with the very weird shorts. No, I'm not, I've not oh. seen them. Oh. Well, I can wear the weird shorts, but I just not have the good jogging in them. No, but, but what about things like your TV then? Well, it was well, your, your TV. It's not unless you've got separate it's speakers. It's just coming out of you as a mono anyway, isn't it? And, well, but the thing is, well, no, so music isn't being produced no. to, to accelerate stereo. It's not because they know that the, the vast majority of, of consumers are just listening to things like your laptop, your phone, headphones. You don't listen to your headphones and think, you don't imagine this like big left and right split. Yes, things are mixed left and right. You only notice it. Well, it's usually above your head. When you've got your head, headphones on or you've got your earbuds in, you'll hear the music and it's, and it's, it's at the top of your head. And then you'll get these interesting engineers that will drift it from one side mm -hmm. or to the other side. Or you'll be picking up some of this in your left-hand side. To widen the sound. Yeah, and it'll drift about. That when you pick it up like that, it's quite interesting. But is it necessary? Uh, especially when you think about the, the percentage of people that are listening to the music on what device. And people aren't buying stereo systems anymore. Apart from when you get them in a car, because that's just the way it is. It's like tomorrow, I'm being dragged to a barbecue. Absolutely dragged to a bar. I don't want to go. Oh, I'm dreading it. Dreading it. Sausage, everything. And it'll be played through one of these little speakers. It'll sit on a Guinness barrel and you've got to listen to this music all afternoon. I've got to drink beer and eat burgers. I'm coming here. I'm coming here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, it's I, mono, isn't it? It's mono. Yeah, well, yeah. But I, I don't think... I think it's, like I say, I think it's declined a lot by probably 50% of... But it's not years. technically declined. But Our I don't. Consumption of it. I don't. All right then. Yeah. But I don't think it's. Oh, we've been hearing it before. I don't think it's gone, and I don't think it will ever go. I agree with Wayne. I I, I know I've posed the question, but I I'm not I, I I'm not suggesting it's it's completely gone because I, I want to know your theories on it. And it, it appears when you explain all this stuff that it's dead. And I don't think it is dead. No, I think it's I like vinyl is or vinyl was. Vinyl appeared to be dead, but it's not because I think that. Things are dependent on the technology available. And the technology available at the moment is these singular speakers that are relatively cheap but sound great. And they do sound great. Yes. They've got this really yeah. good bass. They project sound really well. They have an artificial sort of stereo spread within them. Yeah, they have I that three. Anything, I don't think music will ever go back to being mono. They have no. that. They well, have, almost, apart from the well, tracks that are uh, well, yeah. recorded mono. Well, the, the, apart from what's happening now, people combine objects that proje project in a mono. But these objects, what you're on about now, they don't just. Um, throw sound out to the front the the 360s aren't they well it's a speaker which is facing up yeah so that's it, what i mean it, so but, but before it, it it would just generate music to where it, you yeah point it, it, it would be direct but now it's yeah. a 360 system it it just no matter where you sit in a room you put it in the middle and you can hear it exactly the same all yeah. around the room yeah. here's what i predict right so in the not so distant future there's going to be a lot of um, wireless charging facilities. So, you know, you can charge your phone through a beer mat. Through a beer mat. And sometimes there, there, there are these things that are underneath desks, and you can put your phone on a desk and it'll charge. Mm -hmm. So, that's wireless charging capabilities. So, wireless charging has been around since Nikola Tesla. Since uh, when? Uh, Tesla guy. Nik oh, right, Nikola yeah, Tesla, yeah. right. So, uh, there are already things in the working where um, light bulbs will be emitting charge. So, you could plug a light bulb in and it'll be. It'll be direct charging loop. So if there's a light bulb uh, in your, if there's a light bulb in your ceiling, it could be charging a laptop. It could be charging whatever is requiring power. Mm -hmm. So this is killing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, Wayne's doing a very good job at trying to maneuver himself around a camera, around microphones, without causing too much disruption. But nevertheless, it's Wayne. So it's a way. It's a Wayneism. So. I foresee in the future that this that a stereo or music system will come back, but it will be wireless. So you will have you'll be able to have 
multiple speaker devices positioned around your room what won't require cables or oh, connectivity they they're they're almost there but imagine where I mean, you don't but everything's bluetooth isn't it i know but imagine that you don't have to supply power to that what with glass via a cable all oh, right so it comes from a light bulb and you put it down and oh, it, so right. you can have a dynamic sound without having to the complications are of like. Are we working on this theory like lamp posts will become a generating uh, 5G? 5G. Yeah. I like but, that. But they'll also be producing electricity, so you'll be able to transmit power through them. Yeah. Okay. Do you like that? <laughs> Inky? I do. There we go. It does. <laughs> yeah. So I, I foresee the future of stereo coming back like vinyl did through convenience and technology. I think. At the moment, we've got this trend where we're getting singular objects which are producing great sound. But the, the, one of the joys about it is that you can charge up and it's wireless. Yeah. But imagine if we could just have two static objects that are gen or, or gather power from something what doesn't require cables and it can be Bluetooth. Like, and then you'd be like... I suppose that's like, the like next step, like, isn't it? Like sunlight. Like, like, well, like your light bulb. So your light, light bulb would, yeah. it would have a, a... Like those pads that you can get when you put your phone on to do wireless charging. Yeah. It will emit a, a wave frequency that can charge devices. So yeah. you, it will. It will well, it's like all lights, aren't you? They're done by itself, pa powered up through there. Yeah, similar to that. Shone through, shines all the way through that. Similar. You to could that. do your phone on it. No, but if they can do that, I'm sure they could. Well, do Well, this that. is the evolution of that th uh, that principle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's it's the next step. Yeah. Why can't it work? It's. They probably already can. They just well, they can. You can do it. when you when you got a McDonald's, you can put your phone on certain tables and it'll charge. Yeah, because that's why it's charging. That's and that, and more devices will become wireless charging when the battery gets bigger, X, Y, Z, and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I think that's what I think. I think that's what's come back. I think at the moment, um, stereo is on a massive decline, but it's not yeah. dead. No, it's not dead. No, that, it'll always be there. It's like more like, not. It all depends on what's... But it's an interesting question, isn't it? Yeah, it is a very interesting question. Yeah, thank you for that, Louis. Thank you for pointing out it was interesting as well. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an interesting man, aren't I? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like we still listen to tracks that were made in the 60s that were mono. Yeah, we do. And they sound great. They sound great. But, you know, things have advanced, haven't they? Well, they have, yeah. It's like there are some black and white films that are really good, but you know. they don't move across your headspace, do they? No, but they they have their own. But we've gone past that. We've now come to a situation yeah. where we don't necessarily need that anymore. So, do you know that 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 kid who not kid that man who who's done a country song which we were talking about on a, uh, about on a couple of episodes ago? Oliver Anthony Music. Right. So he's uh, he's been recording himself, and what he does is he. By the way, this is Siren. Soundwave IPA. Oh yes. And this is let's let's play the percent game. Don't look at it. Oh, I always looked at it. I haven't looked at it. Right. What, oh, don't look at it. Right. Look away. Look away from the can. Good God. God. I can't play this because I looked at it when I got it. All right. I'll just say because plus you, you can't even taste it. It's five point six. Um. So, he so, what he does is he or, or what he's been doing recently he's been recording himself on his phone. Okay. On YouTube, yep. posting on YouTube, taking the audio from YouTube and then putting that on Spotify. Yeah. And what that does is it creates a very like 1950s mono sort of like but this is, sound. This is what I was saying. Oh, this is what we actually came to the conclusion of. It's very roots. It's very basic. There's nothing. It's not produced at there's all. There's nothing flashy yeah. about this yeah. man. It's very good though. Yeah, it did. Since you mentioned him, other way, I've I've been listening to say I quite like him. Yeah, yeah I I do. Really good. and a lot of people do. Yeah. Well, this poses yeah. my next question. We are used to this high take, high fidelity. Yeah. It's very something is just. It's very, very, it's very raw. Very raw in that state. Yeah, and he's, and he's just saying it how it is. And his his lyrics, his lyrics are brilliant. Fresh air, isn't it? Well, his lyrics are great. I saw you something can, on BBC Radio one and it was like uh, it was a youtube clip where a dj was asking a question and he was asking why aren't people playing real instruments anymore like you'll find more inspiration if you played a real instrument and he was he was, he was talking about that and that led me down a bit of a rabbit hole and i stumbled ac across a question which i thought was a good question what makes good music slash what makes good sound so there's a debate oh, about like it's not slash then if you, if you want slash but like, what is it that you're looking for in a sound in music? What makes it good to you? I don't know. That's 
there's so many variables within that question, isn't there? Because we've just pointed out Oliver Anthony Musically, which is so basic, lo-fi. It's not hi-fi in any respect. And yet we both like it. We all three of us like it. And yet we can listen to Pink Floyd, which is so hi-fi, and we can appreciate that. It doesn't... It's, it's whatever takes your fancy, isn't it? There's no right and wrong about it. Well, I have a, a theory. Okay. And I, I'm thinking, I suspected he might have. Well, because yeah. I've had time to think about it, because that's my question. It's all about me. Ah, you've tricked us. Well, it's all about what? Me. Oh. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of it like an electrician or in, in some sort Ooh, of... Oh, this respect. has got a zing to it, hasn't it? Yeah, we've had this before. It's nice, isn't well, it's, it? Yeah, it's, it's got a bit of a zing to that. Anyway, go on. So I think in a song, for me, I require something that's a bit earthing. So I need a, a real instrument. I need something that's going to be, it's going to cut through the muscle a bit, something that's going to earth the song somewhat. And one of the examples I was thinking of was uh, Baker Street. Right? Winding your way down and be... Well, it starts off with a... It's, it, not the saxophone, but it starts off... <laughs> wait. <laughs> it wasn't a trumpet. It, it starts off with like some sort of uh, violining guitar bits and it's like the song's wheezing in. That's not the earthing bit. The earthing bit is a saxophone bit. That's the root note. That that's a root sound of the, of the, the song, saxophone. and it hooks you in. Yeah, it does. And when you think about other songs, so when you want about Pink Floyd earlier, you think about David Gilmour's guitar playing. Well, if if anybody says to you, Baker Street, the first thing you think of, you don't think of any lyrics. You think of that saxophone sax. solo, don't you? Yeah. Or oh, that saxophone riff that goes all the way through it. Yeah. I can't remember the bloke's name. I but sometimes he used to think play of for uh, Shakespeare, not Shakespeare. Sorry? Sherlock Holmes. Right. I sometimes think of Sherlock Holmes. Do you? Because he lived on Baker Street. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. If I think, I think I'm right in saying he used to play for Lindy's Farm. Right? Yeah. It, it wasn't. What the sax player? The sax player played for Lindy's Farm. Yeah. Don't know. I don't remember the last name. Sorry. I apologise. I don't remember your name. I miss a saxophone. I like a saxophone. The saxophone was big in the eighties and it disappeared. I think I think Michael Ball killed it off. But, um, <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Not Michael I'm, Ball. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm primarily a guitar man, but I'll, my second favorite instrument is the saxophone because I think it's the nearest thing to a, a, a voice. Yeah, the nearest thing to a vocal thing. And my, my next favorite instrument is a cello. Mm, piano. No uh, cello. I'm a cello man. I like a nice triangle. <laughs> <laughs> what about an instrument? <laughs> You'll get a nice triangle in it. No, I like it. I like to hear the cello because again, it's it's almost reminiscent of a, a human voice. Yeah. There's there's a, so I, I require like something earthing the song like that. Um, lyrical content. I like some ambiguity to it. I don't like. I don't. So there's a, there is a tendency in modern music. With with the youngsters. Where they have to over-explain things and they kill the magic. They yeah, basically, they're, yeah. basically they're, they're over-painting the picture. They're producing too much detail. Yeah, I like I like songs where the, I heard a line today and it was art shouldn't be explained. It should be interpreted. So I, I think, think you should leave it. It shouldn't be explained. Well, it's it's, well, it's, you know it's, it's, it's no, but it's for the individual to interpret for themselves, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. what I hate about going into a gallery is you admission fees. Sorry, admission fees. Admission fees. No, be looking at a piece of work on wall, a painting, and you'd be giving it some thought, and you'd be what it means to what it's saying to you, and then you read the little. Di yeah, this is how we saw the Berlin Wall fall down in. in mm. What it was saying? That's not saying that to me. They shouldn't do that little bit there. I know. Just I, tell me the name of the artist and the date it was actually conceived. But does that matter? The name of the artist, as long as oh, it's do, I done. think the name of the artist does, because you Why? might be interested in an artist, you might want to pursue any other work he's done. I, I know you mean that. But I don't want to know what he thinks it means. I want to take from that what I take from that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what if you painted... So I agree, I completely agree with you, because when I go to a gallery with Stacey, Stacey is my, my other half. And very she, nice she likes to read the signs. She's an English teacher, so she likes to read. And she'll spend a long time reading all the signs, and then she'll take the information, and then she'll gauge her own view on it. I'm like, bang, 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 bang. I flick through until something's catching my eye, and I'll stand there and stare at it for a while. 
I'm not that interested in what they're trying to tell me. But I I can also understand that if an artist is trying to get something across, they may want to explain it. Or historically, they may, like people who are, let's say this is drawn in the 18th century, uh, people might want to say, well, this is him trying to portray the shearing of a sheep. <laughs> you know? Then it's yeah. like, okay, oh, I can sort of see that now. Right, it's no longer the burning Christ. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I don't know. I, I don't go to stuff like that. You should try it, you'd like it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> there's no. All, there's all, one, I ain't got time. And two, there's only so many times I can stand and say to myself, what the fuck <laughs> is that? But back to is music. You know, is there no art that you like? No, you must like it, I find then. it boring. There must be something. So this, look around the, look you, around your shed. This, what do you like about this, certain things? There's some stuff I look at, I think. No, no, I didn't ask that. What There's some stuff. What art do you it like? It just looks like people that's thrown paint at it. Well, they think, might, yeah. well, I could do that. That yeah, wasn't the that's, question. That's not the question. What though. art do you like? What art do I like? As in what? Is there any paintings that you think, do you know? I've seen that over years, and I think that's really nice. I really like that. I don't know why I like it, but I like it. It says something to me. Is it a pretty picture? Is it a chocolate box-like cover? Is it, is it like abstract? What what art? And I've known you a lot of years, and I don't think I've ever asked you this question before. But you probably already know the answer. I don't. There's not. I don't look at stuff like that oh. because I'm not a, into art type of stuff so maybe it's not being framed everybody looks at things and says i like that or i don't like that whether it's a, a, a pineapple or it's a, a flat cap you like oh i like that image i like that or, i don't like that image it looks like a pineapple so it's not necessarily but like so art my here's what i learned my important lesson from art college is there's a difference between craft and art Mm-hmm. Craft is when you get people that can draw perfect portraits. That's craft. That's something you have to really study. And for me, art is something which is personal. And it's not that anyone can't produce it. It's, it's just that they didn't produce it. So it, if you were to walk in a room and that room was covered in blue, that would make you feel it cold, maybe. It would have a certain impact on the temperature of the room or the vibe of that room. Can I just set this conversation to music? Continue. Continue. Okay. So it would set the tone of the room. You know, maybe there'd be a a, a little table of savoury sausage rolls. Yes. And dips. And you're there. And and, and, and maybe there's a a smell of lavender. And then... And coffee. You know, all of a sudden there's some... uh, There's a photo of some, uh, some brutalist architecture. You can keep turning up, but I have the master volume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bringing in a cello because it's one of my favourite instruments. Oh, great. Continue. So, Continue on, like, on our new would you, art podcast. Would you agree that a colour can make somebody feel a certain way? There's a difference between red and blue. I, I get that it does with some people. With me, it doesn't. Beautiful, beautiful piece of music. It's very nice, yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop that now. I don't like. No. No. Okay. I just well, we tried. We tried. You tried. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a strange nut to crack into. Oh, oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's, I'm, uh, uh, I'm one on my own. No, I don't think Wayne is a strange <laughs> nut to crack. He's, he comes complete in a bag, and it's called fruit and nut. <laughs> or bollocks. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> fruit cake. I, I think actually it's probably a jacket that zips up the back. Yes. You know, nut. Well, I consider yeah. lyrics to be quite similar. I don't like the meaning to be explained to me. I think that's why I like David Byers so much because he refuses to explain his songs because half the time he doesn't necessarily know himself. It's more like a self-expression on an abstract form. Um, and yet these little nuggets and things weave out and then they resonate with certain people. And, well, could it mean this? Could it mean that? Like, I think if something's over-explained to you, like Kentucky don't Fried Chicken me. and a Pizza yeah. Hut. Don't know. tell me what it means. I'll make my own mind up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. When people, are, when people yeah. are able, when people are given enough space to interpret what it means to them, yeah. that's when a song becomes important. 
See, I don't listen. And this to is why what, I don't like critics. When I when I when I listen to a track, excuse me, when I listen to a track, for first four or five six listens to it, I don't listen to the lyrics. I've no idea what they're singing about. They've got their own melody. They've got I their own got, rhythm, haven't they? I'm listening to what's happening in back me. I like the 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 the, the guitars, the bass, the drums. I listen to them first. Sometimes, and then when I think I've, it depends on the artist. And that. then when I've got that in my head, and I've got maybe, and then I'll listen to what they're singing about so, afterwards. So, so back to the original question. So, to you, what makes a good song? What makes good music? What makes good music? I like. A nice melody. I like a good rhythm. I like. But what is a good a, rhythm? Is there something that you I like? like, a, I, like I like a nice warm guitar tone, but with balls of plenty there as well. I like a good solo. No, not of this fast shredding stuff. I don't like that. I like it. A, a nice. Nice tempo, but it's got a lot of feel to it. Are we talking about music or love making? Both. <laughs> I I like my music how I make love. <laughs> no flashy stuff. No. Yeah. No turning the lights on and off. Just you know, hold on and brace yourself. Think, of, think of England. <laughs> you're not describing a white knuckle ride here, you know. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I listen to that, and I like a nice drummer that doesn't overcomplicate things. But he's always on time. He's, he's, so you don't you like it nice, like simple and and like to the point. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, sorry, I'm, I, this is not me. It's you. And I, I, yeah, I, I, as long as it sounds like the want to play it, really. It's a difficult question, isn't it? It well, is. As soon as it you, as soon as you get asked, question. like, what is yeah. it? What makes a good sound? Because we know, know what sounds bad and what sounds we don't like, but. When we try and analyse and deconstruct what actually is something that will resonate with us, it's hard. Yeah, I, I can't answer it. I'm sure you can give it a go. Oh, no. I will. It's if, you hard. Me, if you ask me now, it's, it's hard. But then again, one of my favourite... That's if I'm listening to a normal... Uh, not normal music, but if I'm listening to the, the like modern-day type of stuff, what I listen to. If we go back and we listen to like acoustic stuff, I'm totally different because one of my favourite uh, acoustic players is Lightning Hopkins. I'm sorry? Which is, no, Lightning Hopkins. Lightning Hopkins. Oh, yeah. I like Lightning Hopkins. And that has got no balls of plenty. It's got no big warm tone. That's early blues. So It's just very raw. And I just like the way he plays. So is it that earth thing? You like the earth element a bit? I I just like the rawness of it. The simplicity of it. Yeah. Yeah. But... Also, the dedication, the precise playing, the the even back in them days, the the rhythm and the counting was such. An I don't important think you thing. have to explain it. The realism, no, you don't have to explain it. No, it just, no. It just works. It's just for what you. catches my yeah, yeah. When I hear like you don't Rockins, need that I'm like, on the wall that tells you that he's really, playing. I just think he's great. Sometimes, like sometimes it not being perfect as well makes it feel more human. Yeah, yeah. So does, like yeah. with uh, a lot of early Rolling Stones songs, you can't put their songs to a metronome because they fluctuate. Mm. They're, they're not consistent. And that's... Yeah, a lot yeah. of bands are like that, don't they? Yeah. What, 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 do what did you think to the new single then? Have you yet heard it? I quite I, like it. Yeah, it's 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 really good. So here's what I... From my research uh, from the Rolling Stones new stuff, uh, new song, which is all... Uh, uh, is it Angry, it's called? Yeah. Um, it was Mick that wrote it. Really, Mick wrote it. He wrote the riff, and he and he he wrote this song about you know get angry and stuff. And then Keith took some bits and he embellished on bits and he he, he changed it to how he plays it. But Mick wrote the riff, which I thought was really interesting because it sounds like a classic Keith riff. I I like the song, but there's a weird. If my own, my, well, I've got two faults with it. Right, it's this weird sort of like posh, free chorus. Where it sounds like it's trying to shove too many chorus uh, chords in to get to, uh, a, like a resolving. It sounds a bit too, it's a little bit too fancy, constructive. But it, it's a great song, and, and Mick's vocals uh, are very good for like uh, for his age. The man is eighty year old, and his 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 is great. Um, and my second criticism, apart from this, it's, it's fantastic. It's up there. Um, 
is I don't think we needed a blonde girl in chaps on the a Cadillac ran down the street in the video. Oh, the video I've, I've not seen the video. Oh, the video is fantastic because I've, the video I've they're going down Hollywood Spotify. Boulevard and they've got like they have billboards. Yeah, like, I've and, seen the video and I weren't quite sure whether what that were all about. But to be honest. the billboards are, are like they're doing. It, billboards are really clever because it's basically like each billboard is an, a, a, a clipping of them historically playing yeah. a gig. But the the second sections of the gig to make it look like isn't like, this really old though that clip of her? It's not new. It's no, it's old. new. It's new. Is it new? Yeah. No, yeah. Isn't that wasn't that filmed a few years ago. No, no, it's new. Oh right. Uh, so I thought I'm looking at what what's what's the point here? There's some irony behind this, and I can't work out what it is because it's not. It's just it's not. It's just they want to get a pretty girl in the cameras to keep people entertained. But I'm not. I'm not interested. I just want to see these billboards go by where they're playing 1972, and it looks like Mick Jagger singing the current words to this new song. And it goes to the eighties, and it goes to anyway. It, it's apart from the woman on the Cadillac, it's fine. <laughs> but they're all apparently they're, they're two thirds of the way through another album. Yeah, they are. It's, yeah. it's part of the new release. Why I want to know is who's dying. <laughs> <laughs> all of them probably. Yeah. Don't forget they're all like what hundred and twenty now, something like that. About that. Oh, don't you start. And the collective age of the Stones <laughs> is. Hold well, on. Hold how on. about individually? <laughs> but but we're, we're we're diverting. So what to you makes. A I good, really don't a know. Good song. Good all right. Well, let me let me change the question then. It's what, odd. It's odd to think that. What makes a bad song slash sound? Uh, what don't you like? Over compression, over produced. I don't like it when you you you've got a song that starts off with a very rudimentary. Well, you can predict rudimentary it. predicted drumming pattern. Because straight away I'm thinking, is that the best you can do? Is that the the extent of your imagination? Um, and that isn't that is just not a good start for me when the drumming is so. Uh, I don't know drumming technology, so I can't really relate it in in words. Uh, it's just basic. Being done a thousand times. It's a bit like a twelve bar on a guitar. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can yeah. explain being, it. Being done, a th- being done a thousand times. There's no being surprises. Being done a thousand times. And I'm thinking, no, 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 I don't care who it is. I don't care how clever they think they are, but that is just not working for me. I like something that's got creative imagination. On the one hand, I'm going to like very rootsy, very basic stuff. On the other hand, I'm liking Pink Floyd that takes three, to <laughs> three or four years to get right. And it's all. It's sometimes people will say overproduced. I don't think it is. I can I can play with both. I can go with both, uh, and, and I'm all about middle ground as well. I don't. I know what I don't like. It's difficult to explain what I do like. So maybe it's like when I was talking about. I like some. I like the lyrics to be vague or some ambiguity there. I think the worst, probably maybe what you're trying to say is that the worst thing that can happen in a song is to know where it's going to go. Yeah, to be it's too obvious. To, yeah, it's too it's obvious. too obvious. I guess that's when it becomes pop. I like, it? I like... Because pop music has no surprises in it, does it? I'm not particular well, no, about the vocals. Exactly providing the the Friday night party. I'm not, I'm not too particular about the vocals, providing they convince me that they're doing it with some conviction. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm in for that. If it's like... Votals are like a nice, raspberry, gritty sound. No, I don't mind. I don't mind whether wispy, like a, raspy... Like, like we both like Rufus Wainwright. Like yeah. a and Bethel he's, he hasn't got a raspy... No. It is far removed than what you would expect us to want to listen I, to. But I can go from White Soul Man to Black Soul Man. I can go from White Rock Man to... Oh yeah, I can. I like I like Rod Stewart, I, and I like. But he's got a as long as it's he's got a, 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 raspberry, a, a raspberry voice, hasn't he, Rod? Yeah, yeah. But, but it sounds I, like he's doing it with conviction. Yeah. It sounds like he means it. Yeah, I can do all that. But if but I like li- if I had to pick, I like something like a well, you know, Noah Hunt of Kennyway Shepherd. I think he's got a great voice. He's he's He's, he's got that raspiness, he's got that grit to it, he's got that strength if he needs it, but he's also got that subtlety when he doesn't. Same as Bethart. Yeah. She's I'm, another one I'm on, really a, in. On, on a female. She's, got, got, that, she's got that gritty sound to her voice. I just think she's... 
you like a bit of gravel. But what, what there's is There's something there that there's balls are plenty there, but they're holding it back, but they have it if they need it. So gravel could be interpreted as an imperfection because it's not a clean, smooth tone. So it sounds more human, so it sounds more earthy, um, more live in a way. If you don't like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I like I like I like Rod Stewart and I like the, the your traditional rock singer, Glenn Hughes, in particular yeah. I like Glenn Hughes. Yeah. But then I mean I'm really into this fella at the minute. And he's like old school. Who are we listening to? Who are we listening to? Yeah, I know, I heard the question the first time. Sorry. I just didn't want to talk over what he was singing. Okay. Well, his name is Adam Douglas. <laughs> his name is Adam Douglas. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. Well, no, no. You're asking, I didn't want to. No. <laughs> see, it's not about us. It's about them listening, <laughs> and they'll see what they can hear. <laughs> I find this very Sam Cooky. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, Sam yeah, Cookie. I was going to say. Yeah, very Sam Cooky. And it's this very, fella, it's very modern, isn't it? This fella it's actually pronounced Cook. His, some cook. All right. <laughs> this fella started his life in, well, he's, he's American. He's from Tennessee. He now lives in Finland. He's lived there since 2006. But it's, it's a white soul man, isn't it? There's, there's a country band, a duo, and it's, and the sisters, and they are from Norway, I think they're from. Yeah. Uh, but they sound as American as can be, and they're called First Aid Kit. And they're, oh, yeah. They're yeah, brilliant. Yeah. They're really good, then. First aid kit. Yeah, yeah. they're really good. Yeah, they I've do heard their stuff. You play with their stuff before. They do really good Western either. stuff. Yeah, country music. Sorry, not Western. Really. No, I don't know. I've never heard them. Yeah, you want to check them out? They're really good. They're, they're yeah, a, I will. They're a favourite at Glastonbury. First aid kit. Two two sisters. Well, uh, you're gonna always write it down. I am. I like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's no an stuff. I thought it was an interesting question like to ask. It. Yeah, it like, is. It what is a, makes what makes it's it a very good question and it's a very easy question to answer it's it not. until you come I to try and answer it. Yeah, yeah, I find it very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you think to yourself, well, yeah, I like that because but then you try and explain why you like it and you find out that it's not as easy as you think it is yeah. to answer. No. no. <laughs> and leave your comments below. If you're watching yes. this on YouTube or if you're watching this on Spotify, find somewhere to comment. If you can tell me Oz, what music you like on for why you like it and if you struggle with that just tell us why you don't like that music yeah there you go yeah i've got a, a, a just a quick fact so everybody knows the track wild thing yes from the advert for the lion bar and apparently it was wrote by chip taylor Chip Taylor. Chip Taylor wrote it. And he's the uncle of Angelina Jolie. Oh. Which I found interesting. Do you know? Oh, right. Well, I've got a fact okay. for you about Angelina Jolie. She was born on the set of Deliverance. Really? Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Sure got a pretty mouth. And on that note... Squeal for me, boy. <laughs>